And here we go, back from the hiatus. It's the Motorhead Monthly Podcast. How have you been? I've, I've been okay, you know. Yeah, we've, we've all been busy, yeah. You know, mm-hmm, yeah, mm, yeah. Okay, well, let me get a word in. Yeah, okay, thank you. Yeah, as I was saying, it's been a hiatus because, fuck, 2021 was a crazy time, wasn't it, man? Yeah, like, we, <laughs> we kind of said that about 2020. It's like, oh, next year. <laughs> but we weren't ready for 2021, Jesus but I, I think we've only got a few more albums left. Yeah, we got this. Maybe like four more albums, I think. Four more. We can make yeah. it. We'll we'll yeah. get through it. We can we can throw a few. There's a few live ones and things. Yeah, we'll find stuff to do after the main ones. But we had to get to this one because Motorizer, ma. One of my favorite Motorhead albums. Yeah. Probably my f- second favorite after second. we are. Yeah. Was the L. I'm a big fan of the latest stuff, but I think there's a lot of stuff on this that's really good. You don't seem to agree. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's a bad album. It's just kind of middling. Mm. Like it's there's some good stuff, some bad. There's there's a lot that I skip, but I think it it's more for me. There's not sort of standout tracks. I don't know. That's that's just my opinion. But obviously we'll go we'll this go through the... and pick them all out. So it's the 19th studio album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is the third album produced by Cameron Webb. Yes, <laughs> I double checked that. That's fact. Uh, we've talked enough about the whole production aspect of it, with you know the back and forth, the arguments. That's pretty much what the studio book covers on this as well. Yeah. It's the same arguments for the third time. So yeah. uh, let's just dive straight into it. Then. Classic album cover. I do know? like the cover. Yeah, I think coat of arms. The crest stays until the Got end. Days, hoodie with this it? on. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of hoodies and t-shirts with it. I like how because each bit represents a member of the band with the then with the, uh, the Welsh flag there. War pig in the top right. Was that the uh, the old uh, Dutch lads there with the crowns? Sweden, Sweden, same difference maybe. Sorry about that. Um, and then the three lines on the shirt. Motorizer, by the way, is just a good name for an album. Yeah, yeah, I'm especially for a motorhead album. <laughs> Why did it take it that long? It took so long to yeah. And it's just the name that fits in well with the sound of the time as well. Hmm. It's not like, like the old ones had like old sound and names. Like Bomber sounds like a classic British hmm. metal album. Motorizer with a Z. We're in the 2000s, you know, yeah, things are a bit Z, more edgy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Z or an X that's got to go in there. There's 11 tracks. Yeah, I don't. I kind of don't like the back, the way it's just kind of... Because they've obviously made the front look quite grand mm-hmm. with the crest and everything and an oldie style writing and then the backs just kind of scrolled out scrolls well then let me start and i've never seen the inlay of the inside so oh there's some ladies with there's boobs ladies. ladies with boobs to be precise that's nice i like that i like i like how the lads just <laughs> obviously really interested in what they're doing they're like just more interested everyone, in playing cards. everyone just looks really fucking bored <laughs> there just like band photography in it, it's just it's it's cringy in it. Like <laughs> in yeah, Mickey's like, oh. like obviously like he's into God, it by the looks of it. Dude. Is he? He's like yeah, we're a motorhead, and everyone else is just. Oh, here comes the album pose. Was the uh, where's the the inlay? The inlay, because the inlay's got some Lemmy original drawings on it, don't it? Oh yeah, it's got the uh, the knight uh, castle with the um. Has he got the full shield? Yeah, it's it's kind of the shield. It's like they're going for a theme there, but then there's no songs on there about medieval wars. Yeah, that I think that's what annoys me about it. It's the fact, it, like, yes, that back cover I've seen that work. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, on, on things like Steal This Album, yeah. where it's like 
it's like really just sort of thrown together because it's all like b-sides and it fits in with the theme of the album because that was all b-sides mm-hmm. and, and outtakes wasn't it on steal this album but like the fact they've gone for like the quite grandiose front cover like ye oldy even i know it's not quite oldy style type but it's it's very germanic written isn't it and then yeah on the back it's just like yeah we've scrolled this Someone, someone's just written this with a pen yeah. they had lying around uh, um, the the studio album book made a point Cameron Webb said that this being 2008 they were looking to get a sound of the time and they were thinking more system of a down and a slayer tone mm. so that's why it's a bit like down tuned yes ah. it's a more down tuned album yeah I was going to say um, oh. and apparently if we, if we do decide to play it um, yeah, because I've been I've been playing rock out, um, and that's uh, that's half a step down. I don't know about everything else. The uh, reviews were very good for this album, but apparently a German review said that it sounded like their bass was mixed too high. Uh, you couldn't hear the mm. guitars, which apparently was a result of them being on the road while they were in the mixing stage, oh, okay. which they didn't usually do. So they they had to do it all via emails and like you know. Every time you got an email back from someone, it was turn my bit up. Yeah. So eventually, just to say, look, Lemmy said to do this, so this is what it has to be, and that's why the bass kind of sounded the way it did. Yeah, it's it's kind of everything. I'm sure I'm not a producer, but the way Cameron the... Webb describes it, it's it's more about just dealing with people than it's actually producing. Yeah, like because everyone's turn that bit up, turn that bit up, nothing yeah. gets turned down. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, speaking of turn it up, let's turn it up and turn it on. Yep. Live here in Hensman Studios, track one, side one, the runaround man. Or just runaround man. I can't remember what song it is, but there's a really old Nickelback song, which is like, yeah, because that's all in rhyme. Uh, not in rhyme, but you know, like this old timey sort of <laughs> double couplets. Not the double couplets. It's more like you know, like old sayings and oh, yeah, yeah. and like nursery rhymes and stuff. And it just reminds me of that, and it it taints the song because. Of it. Uh, it's definitely. Again, one of those things that Mohead do differently than other bands, like they come into the studio without anything prepared. Like you know, studio yeah. time is precious to a lot of other bands, so they'll have stuff written and then they'll argue about what to do. Whereas this is just like we're gonna write about what well I'm gonna write what I've got and then we're gonna argue about it and then we're gonna record. Yeah. Like I've, there's there's some good things in there because like there's a bit where it's a bit like a touring song yeah. that we've seen before. Let me find out the lyrics. So. Where is it? 
running so it's up running the up the street, running off a hill, hotel telephone, running off a hill, chased by tail, ask me if yeah, we're out of cokes, clean out of smokes. It's not funny because we've run out of jokes. It's like <laughs> yeah. fair enough because it's like being on the road yeah. and like you know you've run out of th- like even things to say, which I kind of mm-hmm. get because they were with each other all the time. Many years on the road, yeah. Yeah, it's those next two lines. Which are going to the movies, babes in the woods, <laughs> gotta get a telescope, look real good. Like, yeah, babes in the. I haven't seen babes in the woods. <laughs> I don't think we need to. Um, just wants to look at women on the screen. It's just that gonna get a telescope and look real good. <laughs> As in, he's gonna look at things really yeah. well because it's a telescope. Oh, it's just <laughs> fucking. Oh, it's just yeah. I don't, I really don't like that line. There's a few of us as well. We're in a hole, we're in a fix, give a dog a bone and throw, throw me a stick. stick. Don't be a pitch, sing in the blues. See, I kind of get that line because it's referring it, back it to the dog It dips in and out but... of stuff that works. Yeah, and it's too up and down. Um, although I do like the go to Brazil and see what you missed. Yep, this is when yeah. we start doing more callbacks to the old yeah, stuff, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, cause I, I kind of like that because it's, you know, you, you're picking this up mm-hmm. now, but where were you? 1991 for yeah. 1916. I I like that, but it is very. It's overall because of the riff and it's. it's you talk about like the old rock and roll thing that Lemmy does and is influenced by. Like that's the kind of shit that they would do. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'd be writing this, and Lemmy's what sixty seven at this point. No, that's not right. He is sixty two at this point, mm. so he's definitely in his old curmudgeon phase of like just keeping the old torch alive. While making metal music, and this is what what you get out of that. Yeah, I mean, it's the good outweighs the bad. Yes, by a long way. I like the riff. I'm pretty the sure they did this live as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. This like, if you go through the albums, like name a bad opener. Mm, you don't think you're gonna? They know no. they know where to place those tracks. Yeah, yeah. They they always kick it off like fast, don't they? They they always pick. They're always good at openers. Mm. Like, every album's got a good opener. I can't think of one off the top of my head where I'm like, that's shit. Like, there just isn't one. Every, oh, not quite touch wood, but <laughs> on the whole, it, yeah. most openers are a banger. And it, it is. The good outweighs the bad. Like, solo's good as well. Like, mm-hmm. I like, I like. Quite when sure so. Yeah, when it comes back into it, sort of towards the end and just the cut off straight off because I know we complained about that before overly reliant on fade outs Mm. so it's good that it's got it has all the pieces it's got a definitive end as well (laughs) the song doesn't really go anywhere it doesn't really need to you know, it's there to just kick you off and get you in the mood for it it doesn't doesn't need to take you on a journey I think it sets the mood quite well as you say it just needs to set the mood and it totally does that I don't know how many slow songs are on this album. I've got a feeling there's only like two and they, they're just pace stoppingly slow. What's the second track? Uh, let's have a look. Teach you how to sing the blues. Nice. Which is a nice blues rock and roll number. The metal entrances, like we were just talking about.
Metal Blues. Uh, heavy Metal Blues number. Good solid track, I think. Work. Yeah. Good solid track. Good solid second track. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, slow the pace it's down a bit and everything, but, but, but not crawl to a stand though. Yeah, it's it's still got a bit of a, a kick to it, but I think you can tell with this that a lot more effort's been put into yeah. not uh, not just the lyrics, but just all round production. There's a lot more lead going on in you know, a bit more like making the sound bigger mm-hmm. over the last few cor- over the last chorus and, and things like that. Phil's given a lot more room to to do his thing. I I I like I because like, this stay does this stay in the set? Yes. Yeah. At least for two three albums after. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it does because it's a bit it's a bit slower as well, so it's mm. it's sort of suiting the Asian band, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but yeah, I like to just sing blues. It's you know, good sort of imagery and setup. Like, let me just dig the lyrics out. Just some, just some really good like setting the scene lines, which I think is really difficult. That we've talked about it before about just being able to create a scene in mm-hmm. like a few lines and a few words. Um, come down off your high horse. Who do you think you are? Just a clown in a one horse down mm-hmm. in a broke down second hand car, like. Christ, it's, yeah. like, it's a lot going on. I like that it's got like changing choruses to it. Like even though the first mm. chorus is perfect the way it is, there's no excuse for bullshit. So don't try and feed me none. You know this is yeah. essentially what the whole ethos is. <laughs> like don't make excuses for being a tit. Just stop being one. But like then you still staying in the theme and moving on to the second chorus. Mm. There's a lot of swearing in this one as well, which, which I think is where the the parental advisory sticker came on and the um. I don't get why they do this because they they stuck it on the um, the cellophane rather than the actual cover. <laughs> um, yeah, I do. I do like some of it. Like I get. I know I talked about it before with the telescope being able to look real good because mm-hmm. like that it, terrible line. But he's a similar thing here, which works a bit better. I think. So don't like the way we laugh at you in your retro, you shoes. retro shoes. Don't be a heel. Or an imbecile. Or an imbecile. Say, oh, it's shoe puns. <laughs> <laughs> it's level we're at. At the same time, it's making sense. Though he's talking about people that are in, like, still living the old fads. It's like, it's mm. time to move on, fellas. It's 2008. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to tell you it's time to move on. Yeah. We're teach you how to sing the blues the more headway. Yeah, because the band the band's definitely progressed. I mean it's still yeah. playing the same sort of stuff, but you can you can see the evolution of the sound. They're just comfortable doing their so own it's thing. It's a much crunchier album this one, mm. isn't it? It's just like solid riffs. I think you especially you're gonna hear in the second the third track from the Eagle Streams. Yeah. Third, yeah. They they have all worked out good. It's probably what we were talking about before, how the guitars are really mixed down, so it's the the rhythm of the bass is coming through hella fast and hella Yeah, chunky. I know because you said about there's issues with the way it was mixed mm-hmm. and the bass isn't not as prominent but it's not as punchy mm-hmm. and you can you can see that in like the breakdown of this certainly or well, it's a bit where everything cuts out by the bass still a good song it's not it's not yeah. it's not one that i'd hate to hear when it was in the set but like, oh cool a really minor gripe complaining that the bass isn't punchy mm-hmm. enough and you can if they did a remaster you could probably fix that I could probably fix that like now, <laughs> um, just on that bit. Probably yeah. not throughout the whole thing, but let's uh, yeah, good, good solid track. I enjoyed though. Let's get to the third one because I really want to hear this now. Yes. It's been a while since I heard the Eagle Screams You Die, which is track number three. three. 
Punk, if not a bit similar to Teach Alice in the Blues, do you think? Yeah. Structure-wise? Same sort of pace, same yeah. sort of structure, but I'm, I'm happy with this. It's just, I don't know why, it's just not memorable to me. I do, looking back and listening to it, like, intently, hmm. I do like some of the imagery, but it is, it's, it's old ground, isn't it? It's war bad. It's another, it's another war song. It's an Iraq song. Uh, there's a quote... Someone asked Lem uh, what the themes of the album were, and he said, "Sex, death, and war, and sex, death, and war, and justice." There's no shortage of lyrics there. No, there's not. I I don't know if it's a reference to the because you said screaming eagles or something. That's what I thought. I thought it was the name of some old war movie. I I I'm assuming that the sound of the eagle screams is like the sound of the bomb being dropped. I don't. I'm reading here. There's the hundred and first airborne division that parachuted into France who had screaming eagles on oh. their insignia so it was part of Operation Overlords which was obviously well, well when the eagle screams you die would it would then would mean it's a song about killing Nazis and I don't think that's what it is no no the 101st Airborne's US yeah so the, the screaming eagles were US dudes yeah yeah so they would be in there killing all the bad guys he never really sung, writes about killing the bad guys does he it's just about each side killing each other yeah I mean I get able to put things like it's. I don't know how many war songs we've reviewed thus far, <laughs> but being able to lot. say the same thing in a different way, like I'll tell you what it was that drove us on the certainty that we were right mm-hmm. and the enemy was That's wrong. A good line, great line, mm-hmm. great line, and it's been said in a lot of other songs, but I don't. I can't think of quite where it's been put. That sort of it puts it like, very to the point, yeah, to the point and poetically there. Yeah. And then the last, the last verse is, uh, I'll tell you why they want to fight and die because the people over them are full of shit and lies, mm. which is more poignant than it is poetic, but still a good line, yeah. So yeah, there's it's, it's what he keeps saying in all these songs. It's like we've definitely had this exact conversation like, don't yeah. go in war to die for some guy to get rich, just don't yeah. do it. Yeah, we were given medals, but now they call us devils. Mm-hmm. Um, musically, though. I like the drums in this a lot. Yeah. Because it sounds like that, that double bass is going all the way through. It's not like, but it's close enough. Uh, good good riff as well. Good clean riff. Yeah. I'd probably put this a bit above Teach How to Sing the Blues, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. Again, like it just like being able to listen out for just, like Phil being able to do, like do some lead, like under the last sort of chorus and verse and everything. It's, it's nice to hear that a bit more has gone into it. Like, I know it doesn't work on every song to, no. you know, just put some lead under under the vocals and everything, but it works well here. It's funny oh. there's no guest guitarist or anything on this album, isn't there? No, there's nothing. It's because they could have done much... with another one there, like soloing a bit. But... Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard when it's a free piece, isn't it? But especially, like, because on this album, as you say, like, Lem's bass is a bit, it's not as punchy in the mix and everything, so there is another guitar over it anyway. But trying to do it live a bit not it's not easy like there's some bands that can do it and do it really well yeah we, we've seen this live haven't we yeah, yeah. probably yeah, at some I, feel, point. I feel like at least two or three times yeah but like, it wasn't a set staple yeah but it's it sort of fits with this era which if, i feel like yeah. this is starting to get to the stage where it's slowing down a bit and sort of yeah we're are... talking about the next track yes it speeds right up again so yeah bring the album back up Track number four. Rock out. Rock out. 
Motorheads. No, wait, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it's very close to We Are Motorhead, that song, isn't it? It is. It's very, it is. very close to We Are Motorhead. It, remind, it reminds me of, I think, Rocket from uh, yes. Another Perfect Day as yeah. well. Just I mean, it's obviously like a heavier really version cool. of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been it's been a while since that <laughs> album. <laughs> I mean, Rocket's not getting anywhere near the set, so you might as well reinvent I it. I like Rocket. It's good, yeah. I'd like probably Rocket. do I'd Rocket prefer... over this, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with this song. It's just that it's so bass-driven. Uh, you know, I would have liked a bit of a willy-willy guitar in it. My favourite part about this song is it took them to the last verse to rhyme Rock out with Cock out. Yeah, yeah, they, they do. <laughs> that, that shows a lot of there. restraint, I think. Yeah. I do, I do feel feel it's like not a by the numbers song, but like you know, heavy bass intro, mm-hmm. guitar kicks in, just <laughs> and then just that pace until the end of the song. It's just a song singing about what we're doing. Basically, it's yeah. like heavy metal, Randy yeah. Newman. You know, yeah. Here's a song about us playing loud music that we're gonna play loud for you. Yeah, it is. It is very loud because I've I have been messing about with playing this and recording it, and it's it's just. Me sort of recreating it as being just to learn, just layer as much shit as possible. <laughs> like turn, do you know, like you're saying layers. about in the mix, turn everything up. Yeah, this is one of those. Turn that up. Turn turn the bass up there. Turn the other guitar up there. It's it's just everything is just loud, and the more layers you put on, <laughs> sort of the louder and the the more punchy it seems to get. Definitely the shortest song on the album as well. Yeah, it? it's it's straight for it. It was lead single, wasn't it, off this? Yeah, there's a video for it. It was really weird. It was just like fans. fans. Yeah. Reminds me of the Just A Day video by Feeder. Which, yeah, of its time. Oh, God, that was a good video. Good times. Yeah. Much to say about this one, is there, so really? It's just rock out. I rock mean, there's out, a, some, good, some good imagery. Like it's, I kind of wish he talks about the drums as well. I suppose he does. But like there's... Like the second verse, here comes the bass, thunder in the guts, rock it till you can't stand. Now the guitar speaks, gonna drive you nuts, power under your hand. Like I like the imagery that conjures there. Like I'm sure we've all been at gigs where someone comes out or the the bass tech comes out and starts playing the bass, and you just feel that yeah. rumble in your stomach, and you're like, "Fucking hell, that is like like you d- you don't even hear it in your ears. It's like <laughs> in your guts. It's like yeah, That's music that's should imagery. be, brother. Yeah, and the the power under your under your hand like if you get like a nice guitar tone and and you start jamming along something it's like yeah it's very optimistic yeah. the first bit when you look at it like uh, you can be the same uh, let the beat into you let it turn you round or let it be your best friends you are the future it's your time you and you and you say together this is yours and mine you know, it's like the more positive uplifting, uplifting rock and roll imagery of uh, you know this is us hmm this is what we can achieve if we all work together. You know, I yeah. think we need a lot more of that in in the world in general, mm. but also in music. It's not another self-serving or self-aggrandizing song. It's not another preachy song. Yeah, it feels like this could have could have opened the album, especially yeah. just to open him with a bass as well. True, true. It's got, they do that a few times on a few albums. It's a, it's a bit of an earwig song. This one, like, it's doesn't really make it to many of my playlists. But when, then once I listen to the whole album, this is the one that stands out. Yeah. I, I, I like rock out even even though it's just it's quick it's mm. over in two minutes isn't it it's so that. quick it's like over and done they have, there's not even a third verse there's no solo which kind of makes me think it's like is this one where they're a bit pressed for time or they're just <laughs> like oh we, ju- we just got it there that'll do 
But I mean, it's not. It can't be the first time they've ever tried to rhyme rock out with cock out, and maybe this is the first time they've been short enough on material that they've won't put the cock out song on there. Yeah, it's um, it's a weird place in the album, considering like the next one is like so much longer and slower and Mm. deeper. But I I like it. I think I prefer it to run around, man. I think it's more Mm. it's more polished. I think even though the the cock out lyric to impress your lady friends, but yeah. I I like it. I'd I'd probably swap them around. Yeah. But yeah, it's I I certainly prefer this. Even though it's again, it feels like it's not, not not finished. But there's no solo. There's no third verse. There's no. There's Not no been pretty solo there. heavy so far, have we? No. But yeah, it's good song. Good song. Okay. Track number five. Track number five. five. Still on the A side here. One short life. One kind of long song. is though because you're like more musically minded and I'm more lyrically minded like that's a good story I, that's the thing it just totally loses me this and I don't know why and it's not just the song it like it, like the album just totally mm. loses me at this point I think it's getting uh, at this point is where it starts getting introspective because mm. I remember the first time I heard this I was like oh fuck this is the song that you write before you die mm. this is him summing up his whole life it's the lessons he's learned and what he thinks, like especially that fucking that last bit, uh, and I never tried to hurt the world. Never was drove by greed. Never was never was drove by greed. Believe I mostly did my best. What more do you want from me? Mm. There's no dirt on my name. Yeah, it's like what he lived believing, what he did doing, and he wanted it to be known. That was how he went out as well. Yeah, like it. it I get. I get what you're saying. It's very poetic. Some of it. It's like no, no curse upon my name. No way. I look at the bad guy and think that I'm the mm-hmm. same. No, I won't be blamed. You live without the sonny. You don't have to die ashamed. It's like it is really poetic, but it's. I think it's the plodding nature you of the. Don't riff. like the the bumper dumper dumper Well, I like that. I like it's like a good blues riff. Yeah, even though it's a bit slower than a standard blues riff, really. It's. A, I think it's just slow and plodding, and it makes me think of like long journeys mm. with like. I, but I suppose that that's part of the thing, even though it's one short life. It's yeah. also long as this is short, man. Yeah. yeah. I guess it resonates with me because it just sums up a lot of my own life philosophies and a lot of what I was taught as well, basically. Like, what does it say? Like, it's talking about 
what his mum told him in the first one. It's basically verbatim what I was told. It's like just just do your best, and that's you know all anyone can mm-hmm. ask of you. But it, it, as it goes on, it's like what I play it myself is like if you hear anyone dissing, you go over and kiss your ass. Kick, yeah, kick that, ass. that that whole verse. Mm-hmm. Old old lady told me plenty. Told me what to mm-hmm. do, how to act in society, how to make it through. Really poetic. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just sounds like a lot of reflecting's gone on. Yeah. Do no harm, take no shit. That's what I say. Yeah. And that's what Lemmy lived. Yeah, I just, I wish I liked this more because the <laughs> lyrics are really good. I just, I just it just totally loses me. I, I don't know why. But I really I just get a sense like from these songs so far. There's been a lot of Lemmy winning the arguments. Like someone mm. might have in the studio might have said like this needs a bit of plodding up to it. It needs a bit more guitar or something. But I guess when he was like when they weren't all in the room to argue their case because it was all done via emails and text. Mm. You're just like, well, I'm Lemmy, so this is what's happening. Yeah, what I say goes. I think it's a really good song, man. Though, at the same time, is it something I listen to a lot? Not really. No. But when I do listen to it, it's one that I reflect on more. Yeah. Like, it stays with me more when I hear it. That's fair, because I, I know what you mean, because you, you're more lyrically minded, mm-hmm. and I I usually have to go back to look at the lyrics afterwards, and I think that's that's what just loses me with this. Like the first time I heard this, this was the song that stuck out to me the yeah. most, just because of that. Those, uh, those two things we talked about there, go over and kick their ass. Yeah, some good lessons in there. There's a lot of good lessons in there, and it's stuff they actually believed in as well. This whole like he had this weird chivalry thing they kept with him till the end. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Shall we? Uh... Buried alive. Next track. I can't remember how this goes. My favorite track on the album, and again talking about like you know. Fucking the end. Like, I'm writing my epitaph here. Buried alive. I don't know. It just doesn't stay with oh, me. Oh, you're wrong. You're just wrong. It's so punchy. Like, the double bass all the way through that is mentioned in the studio book, saying that Cameron Webb said that's the bad idea. Don't do that, and he just yeah. gave up the arguments. I disagree with him. I'm, yeah. I'm with Mickey D on that all the way through. That. When I was in good shape, I used to run a lot. Like this would be like my power on through song. I'd skip back to this all the time. It's such a fucking power number. I do, I do like the you just like the chord ring out of the double bass, mm. uh, but that works well. I do like it. And the uh, the 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 double double lyrics on the chorus, mm. double up vocal on the chorus, like when he does sing, like it's not it's not much on this album where he does the high note singing, but it's it's utilized perfectly yeah. in here. And the fact that the lyrics all call back to like other songs that they've done, there are quite a few. Yeah, aren't there's they? loads. But that last chorus, which isn't written on the album, mainly for some reason, it's got loads of them in there. 
Read that last chorus for so us. So it's man. shoot me right now, kind of by far. I'll shoot run me, me down back. in a big shiny car, which I think should be big fancy cars. <laughs> yes, fair enough. Lost in the ozone. Lost in gone the for ozone. A swim, buried alive in a domain. Or buried. 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 <laughs> yeah, again, I think this is an, ap- an epitaph song. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, Especially it's, when he's been on the road for this long and he's just like, just shoot me. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> shoot kind me. Kind of by far. He'd kind of be like, I'm just guessing here. Like, he would be at the point where it's like, I've probably made my best albums here, guys. At this point, we're just plodding along. <laughs> yeah. If I want to have a legacy, this might be the time when I need to check out. But yeah, he's kept going. <laughs> I, suspe- I suppose. Well, but that said, the way you said this was recorded, where it's like just limited studio time, mm-hmm. we have prepared very little. Yeah, but those thoughts would have just been buzzing in his head in general, yeah. I think. I when you when you reach the sixties, you've got to be thinking about the end more than the beginning, isn't mm. it? Yeah, yeah, you 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 most the way through. Yeah, <laughs> all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But yeah, it's it's not it's not a bad song by any stretch, but I I don't know why it's just not memorable to me. I, I mean, pointing out the points you've made, like I think I'll go back and listen to it, and maybe put some of these on like a playlist rather than trying to listen to the album because I think that's where I've gone wrong before with this because just one short life just it i just totally check out <laughs> by that point so i think i need to put puts like things like this um on a playlist and then and then go from there and and go back and properly listen to it how can you not just be enthralled at the second chorus? Gone for a smoke out for the day, can't stand the pain so I'm going away from taken in lust, given in sin buried alive and it's doing me in. I've told you I oh, listen to so the good. music rather than the lyrics the, the, the I only go back the whole song's just like a, a recap of a life really yeah. so it's like you know the bastard son of a preacher man taking in lust giving in sin oh so good that is always a top five for me that song man definitely what, I, don't, I don't know what the hell is going to be in your top five <laughs> oh we're going to get there to we're going to have a very long conversation about it yeah. I love it I don't think anything on the album tops that song now if it would have been too much to put at the beginning. Thousand Names of God's Brief. Let's crack on with the rest of the album and then yeah. we'll right. back around to it. So B-side now. Let's flip it over. Flip the disc. At home, you can flip the disc over and we can talk about our sponsors. Matt Hensman's Head Cheese. Cheese made in Matt Hensman's head. That's... that. You know, that is... Like, <laughs> not... I've been waiting for you for hours, babe. And you're still in here. Waiting, waiting, hanging on the phone It feels like a hundred years Rose, man, uh, not working for me. That song, no, to be honest. I, I like it a bit more. I feel it. Oh, fits. We're all over the place on this album. I know. <laughs> I feel it just fits in a bit more with the album. 
like with the, with the shield and yeah. but obviously more just the cover rather than the overall theme. It just it's your standard rock and roll staples, isn't it? Yeah. But it's it just. I just feel like we've gone from talking about like you know life and death to doing a ballad about uh, an English rose. Yeah, it's just, it's, it was Thin Lizzy doing it. It would work, but uh, I don't. I don't think it works. For I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. It's more just that it's a, there's a bit of a catchy chorus to hook on to. I think that might have been Even the problem then, with. Like, it's not like that great a chorus. It's not. I, I like a good chorus, me, but. I... It's not, but it seems catchier than mm. some of the other ones. I, I get what you're saying about a lot of the other songs are poetic, but I just don't feel they've there's as, as bigger hooks hmm. where they feel this has a bit more of a hook to it it's not it it's, hook me yeah I, I don't know it's it's just more it seems more memorable again like this is my problem with this album because i've kind of zoned out and this is like picked up a bit just because it's something a bit different it is different yeah i'll give you that it's it's probably the standout peculiar one of the album just nothing really engages me though. The come on now, honey's in there, and you know, uh, mm. I, I know your mama thinks shit. you're a sweet young thing, and all that. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really work in 2008, Lemmy. Yeah, I, I kind of get it. Like, even if it is a throwback. Yeah, I do. English Rose, a crown of thorns. You better stick around. English Rose, a long, long time. You're never wearing these out. There's not really much going on. But I can't. I like the imagery of like you know you. It's the beauty of having the rose but it's like you have to be careful because of the yeah, thorns and everything like yeah I, nice like metaphor there but nothing to it's not like it's not fiend on the floor yeah <laughs> um but yeah it's, this is okay. a state right there and go nowhere be my nasty girl Ugh. yeah i'm not i'm not saying it's perfect i'm f- far from it yeah, it's just it. i'd say for me there's just a bit of a hook there just no, it doesn't really do anything different. It's using old staples, which we've been over. I think that's going to be a theme for the second side of the album, to be honest with you. Let's, mm. let's go to Back on the Chain. You might know. Back on the Chain. Yeah. <laughs> Song that I like is uh, "We're Just Kids with Guns." American as apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of gun imagery. That, I like that. Uh, back on the chain again. Uh, well, back, back on the on chain. The chain again. <laughs> <laughs> again, it's uh, old Fleet school, and, and it's just yeah, it's it's a story song, so I should like it, but it's just not a story that I'm interested yeah. in. <laughs> it's it's an old fucking. Prison Break song? Yeah. <laughs> again, I feel it's got a good hook again. I like the guitar solo stuff. Yeah. I, I like the hook. Like the... I'm trying to think where it, where it goes. When when does the hook kick in? Because that's the thing about this. It, it It's not really... A, it's just kind of like a stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's towards the end, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I do like the hook. Um, Yeah. So... It, 
just a, a prison break song. But <laughs> there's nothing else you can say. Is the the imagery's what you'd expect? Rhyme scheme's pretty obvious. Yeah, it's not really. As you say, Standard apart from the bass riff. I mean, I put... it, there's nothing to say about it. We don't have to say much no, about it's not, it. It's... Don't shoot me down. I ain't no violent man. Don't put forty five in my hands. I ain't gonna do no time. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds cooler than it is, though. You know. Yeah, it's lots of cliches again. I feel kind with of it, the cliches into the ground. I don't know if it's because it sets the tone with run around, man. That's Where, because that is just built on cliches yes. and and sort of sayings and stuff, and you know, get that pedal to the metal, baby. <laughs> Don't you let them win just because we're fools, and I, I don't need to be back on that chain again. Like it's just all. Maybe we're a bit oversaturated with them at, at this point. I mean, again, I like I like the hook that it's got, but there's just not a lot there to grab onto. But I feel there's more of a hook there than there is with some of the songs on the A side. Really? Yeah. Well, some of them. <laughs> I don't, I, we're just not going to be in agreement on anything I on this album. Um, next one we might be in agreement on. Oh, okay. Then let's move to the next song. So, Heroes. Not the uh, not the Bowie cover. Not the Bowie cover. Stopping and starting going on there, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, I, I do like some of the lyrics. Like, I mean, that opener, it's like, I, I will be king, and you <laughs> shall <laughs> be king. That's a different, <laughs> different um, heroes. Oh, yeah, unfortunately. Um, I, I get, this is suffers similar problems, I feel, to One Short Life. Yeah. Um. But you probably find it less interesting because of it's it's not as interesting in the lyrics. But I feel it's kind of slow plodding again. The way it comes to an absolute halt when it gets to the pre-chorus. Yeah. Because it's just like I mean the drums don't change much, but it's the chord ringing out heroes, heroes, mm. and then it does it again with like the 
fools fools and it's like it's too there's too much of a gap there mm. and i just feel the chorus is like too long and the solo it's... as well just stops yeah and it's like why do you just end the song at one of these points yeah. <laughs> like the chorus could be half the length i don't feel you'd lose anything from it because it's stand 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 your ground stand a do your best <laughs> stand and face your test I think um, I remember them doing this live at one point as well, and just being like, "Ooh, no. yeah." I, <laughs> I I can't. I just feel it's long plotted. It's really it long. feels like a long car journey. This is like it, you saying with you lost interest at a certain point when it gets to back on the chain. I kind of zone out, but then when it gets to heroes, I'm gone. I know it's just and like it's frustrating because you think it, especially for like casual fans, it's not the Bowie cover. I'm not saying the Bowie covers like fantastic but i feel it's an okay version i know the band didn't like it or mm. i know lemmy didn't like it i think it's all right better than this <laughs> but yeah i'd more... certainly prefer the bowie cover i mean it's just in fact it's five minutes as well and it's jesus, this slow yeah. and plodding felt like a jesus mm. but yeah it's nice i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of this one oh <laughs> um, neither am i but if someone else out there is fair place here Let's uh, let's move on. Right. The time is right. bad i think it better than really like upbeat sort of riff and get get you back on your feet after after the last yeah, two songs you need it. I, I i do like that and it, again like just to pick out a few bits in the um in the verses that i like it's like go ahead and plead begging is so nice but then again i'm deaf i just like to watch your eyes it doesn't rhyme <laughs> or anything it's quite i kind of like I like the image, but it's it just yeah. doesn't feel like it, it's carried off that well. But I do like some of the breakdowns in in like the verses where they seem to last longer mm-hmm. than they should. It's it's almost like rather than doing a bar, it's like right, let's do four bars. Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing I really hate about this is the choruses. Really? Yeah, they just there's no sort of rhythm there. It's just like. It kind of feels, you know, when a band's like working out a song, mm-hmm. whereas like this is our time, we have you now. You are our great delight. Screams to your God, who never hears a thing. He's not with you now. The time is right. The time is right. It, and the way the chords are sort of gone around, it's almost like right. Put a chord there as you sing mm-hmm. that line. Another one there as this word comes on, and it kind of just feels like it's really. It's almost like Lemmy's chasing himself. Hmm. In terms of like just just get the words out and they'll fit. I I just don't 
for me, the core should be where the hook is, because well, it's the it's the thing that's done over and over again in the song, isn't it? So if you're gonna latch people on, that's where you do it. You know what my favorite part of the song is the end, the chorus. <laughs> the only part of it that shook a chord with me just because it was a stream to your god who doesn't hear a thing i like that i like that line <laughs> but it's again it's just the way it's delivered there's no melody it's like this is it. we have it I can't, I can't even sing it to a melody it's like there's too many it's, words it's one in of the, the few highs in there the high note stuff yeah i just i just feel there's too many words like i don't there's too many words in the line yet You've got the time is right. The time is right, and it's like you don't need to. <laughs> oh, I don't even just... get what this is really about. Oh, yeah, it's just more they... like crazy uh, macabre war stuff, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so, again, like if we're talking about an overall theme of this album, I think I think you're right in pointing out sort of mortality mm-hmm. and things slowing down and, and coming to line. an end. Like oh, lyrically and musically, I think not to say not saying they're like run out of ideas, but they definitely taken like a a slower approach. They're not going as quick. I know this is one of the fastest songs on the record, but it's yeah, we we're not overkill territory, are we? No. We're not like the the thrashy theories. This is this is a lot more rock and roll type stuff. But it's just Again, it's it's a song of like two parts where you've got decent riff for the verses, and then just the chorus is let down, and I feel like that stops me from going back and enjoying the song. Well, because it's let down in the choruses. How do you feel about the last song on the album, man? I just can't really think. Well, let's see it. how it strikes a chord after we listen to it again. Right. The thousand names of God. It really builds to something, doesn't it? Yeah. The end, and that's that's the only song I feel on the album really builds yeah, to yeah. something. I like the choruses. I like the the inflections on the first and last word of the first line and the middle line. I like the riff. Uh, again, theme. It's so so bland and wouldn't par with everything else. It doesn't yeah. really matter, but I still think it's a good song. Like, it's not quick, is it? But it's like, it really feels, it pumps you up. It feels yeah. like it's going somewhere. It's not plodding. I remember not... when this was played live because it made it into so many sets that I was like, why are we still doing this song? But at the same time, it's like, it's a good crowd number because you get the you, ba 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 
Exactly. That's what that's what the last song was missing. It's melody in, yes, it in the choruses, the hook. It's like, no, you cannot kill the time. You will not have to choose, and then you have to, to pay, pay your, your dues. dues. Yeah, it's it's like it's not. Like it's that, not much it. of it there, but it's it's enough to get you to get you invested. It's not just the last song where it was just just read out the words yeah. as quickly as possible. A depth to it as well, even like the sim- simplicity of the line of the war is never over. Mm. Yeah, and that's repeated quite quite mm-hmm. a lot, and it's like it never is. There'll always there'll always be something else. I like that song. It really good. Very like it would make it to a top fifteen best top up, maybe. 15. I'm I'm gonna make you write this I'm down. Gonna I'm gonna write it down. Rank <laughs> every we'll do a special song episode, of every album. Once we get through all the albums, we'll yeah. do a, a good rank. And like I I want to see the top fifty. Do you know what? Do you know what annoys me more? I'm probably gonna have to go back and listen to every episode <laughs> to find out what is gonna be in your top well, five. It's, it's funny speaking of that because I said like before we started, this is like a favorite album. But listening back to it, it's just the A side that's my favorite. Mm. I know like and a thousand names of God is good, but. Again, it's not not a, a top ten. Definitely a takeaway for me. I think my my problem is I'm never. By the time that comes around, I'm I'm done. I'm fully checked out. But I I really should go back, put this, on a playlist. Mm, you should. Just this. <laughs> um, I mean, I do, I do like rock out, and I do like teach you how to sing the blues and run around, man. So the thing with. This album is. I would have been content if this was the last album. Yeah. Yeah. What's the next one? World is yours. World is yours next. I mean, there's a few tracks on that that are fine, but I I don't think there's anything that needs to live forever on the stuff that comes past this. I think. I I I would would seriously put buried alive with like the top best motorhead stuff. Really? Yes, I would. I really would. <laughs> yeah. To, Say if you agree with me, people of the internet. That. I think it's a fucking great song that sums up everything that Motorhead did. Mm. I I get it, but I, I wouldn't necessarily put that above other songs. I'm sure I could go back and find, not even like Bronze Age or Bronze Era, but I reckon there's there's stuff in the middle. What stuff? What about stuff after this though? Um, it's it kind of gets patchy. Like I feel. With especially the last few albums, if you did a bit more trimming and you could almost do a best of the last four albums and yes. you'd have a really, really solid album. I think but, they were in the mindset of like they had to keep going back into the studio to keep making albums every year to prove yeah. they could, and I don't think they needed to do it. Every two or three years would have been fine. I still feel Inferno was like, like a pound for pounds. Yeah, Inferno was great. Like boss album i don't know what it is about it i don't know if it's that they just it was just that lineup mm-hmm. where they'd been working together i know they'd been working together for a long time but as i don't, I don't even know what it was because it's like five albums through is just a free piece but I, I don't know what it is about that it's it was almost like a new era it kind of kicked off going yeah. with it with we are but it really felt like that album was like right we're I think yeah, we're making is, a stand here, yeah. and that was the start. Of I the think revival. this is the pinnacle of the revival era. Everything after this is just so so. But we will get to that when we move forward on the Motorhead Monthly Podcast. 
new episodes every month? Question mark. Yeah, I think we should be good for for monthly now. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, follow the Twitter. Well, actually, don't follow the Twitter because we keep getting tagged. We keep getting tagged in stuff that I have no interest in. So just subscribe to the feed. We're on Spotify and all that. Search there for all the episodes you've heard of them before. And to play us out here is Matt's cover of Motorways. No, Rock out. Of Rock out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.